0: Brinsley stood in front of the blazing fire in Lord Rathbourne's library. He wasn't cold, but he didn't feel comfortable sitting down while he waited. His hands were sweating and his heart thundered in his chest. He and Lord Rathbourne had already resolved any bad feeling caused by his blunder of allowing Rathbourne's brother-in-law to be shot on his watch. How in the hell could a man be so unlucky that his superior would marry the sister of the man he was guarding in Paris? All things considered, his first meeting with Lord Rathbourne had gone better than expected, but today's sudden summons filled Brinsley with a sense of approaching alarm. He turned to the sound of the door opening. Not Rathbourne, but Ashworth. His dread switched channels so fast it made him dizzy. This meeting was not about national security or French spies. It was going to be about an erotic interlude with Ashworth's fiancé's close friend. That he couldn't stop thinking of the searing, passionate response of Amelia Bonington at the Edworth Ball wasn't going to be the point of today's confrontation. Ashworth. Best to take the initiative with men like Ashworth. I thought I was to meet Lord Rathbourne. You will be, after I'm finished with you. Ashworth's chin was thrust forward and his shoulders squared. Brinsley's scowl deepened and his muscles tightened at Ashworth's rigid stance and threatening choice of words. Ashworth walked to the small table situated between the chairs in front of the fireplace. He poured himself a snifter of brandy. It was never a good sign when Ashworth didn't offer libations. Be seated. Ash pointed to one of the chairs. Ashworth had earned a reputation as a fearless undercover agent. He didn't look the least intimidated in the slightest by Brinsley's larger size. He surpassed Ashworth by at least a head and outweighed him by five stone. Brinsley strode to the chair and sat. His hands gripped the armrests. He had no choice but to wait. He surmised Ashworth's dark looks and barely controlled hostility were about a certain red-haired vixen. Ashworth did not sit. Instead, he paced like a panther on the prowl, turning on him from a point before the fireplace. His eyes narrowed on Brinsley's face. You owe this civilised meeting to Lady Gwyneth. If it weren't for her... His voice was a coarse growl. Brinsley clenched and unclenched his hands on the armrests. He'd like to see Ashworth try. Unlike Ashworth, he'd been in enough brawls to be unfazed by the possibility of a gentlemanly fight. Miss Amelia has made it clear to Lady Gwyneth that you didn't coerce her, and it was only the extreme emotions brought on by the incredible circumstances of the situation that made her weak to your Advances? Advances? It took all of Brinsley's control to disallow Ashworth that it was the lady who initiated the embrace. But as a gentleman, he couldn't mention the fact that Amelia Bonington had pressed herself against him, seeking to be embraced, wanting to be kissed. Ashworth stepped closer to lean over him. My God, man, she's an innocent. Brinsley tried to control his response when he remembered the way Amelia's tongue had dueled with his in the passionate kiss. It was proof she was not so innocent, not after that kiss. And with your reputation? Ashworth's jaw tightened. What the hell? Brinsley bristled with the reminder that he still wasn't fit to be allowed in English society. It was a very difficult time for everyone. Yes, the strain was incredible for all of us when Lady Gwyneth disappeared, taken by the French in retaliation. But both ladies conducted themselves with incredible bravery and fortitude. Ashworth was pitiful the way his voice got wistful with the mention of his fiancée. He never understood what made brave men act like fools once they fell into a woman's web. Ashworth cleared his throat. <clears> throat> The salient fact is that the lady has refused to have any connection with you. She made it quite clear to Lady Gwyneth that her interests lie elsewhere. Brinsley stiffened in his chair, ready to spring. Of all the nerve. Amelia Bonington had been willing to explore her virginal passion with him, but he wasn't good enough for anything beyond that. He leaned back in the chair and crossed his legs, acting bored with this newest information. Who is the man she is interested in? He didn't bother to mention that the only reason she was still a virgin was because of his sense of honor and control. And she had the nerve to reject him, like this, no less. I can't divulge the lady's secrets. Lady Gwyneth would have my hide.